The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. It's time for the Low Fact Podcast. Well, hello once again, Low Fact listeners. Woohoo! Thank you for joining us. You sound like you're on opium. No, I, I, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of the narcotics. But you've experienced them both. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See, I never have that's a funny thing. Nothing like the narcotics to take away the pain. Take the pain away. Didn't really take the pain away, just kind of numb stuff and makes you feel a little out of it. I didn't like it. That's drugs, my friend. You're describing the experience of drugs. Well, I didn't like it. The only the only saving grace of the uh, of the narcotics that I was on was because they were prescribed. I was a captive audience. I couldn't leave. <laughs> Dude, you're like the opposite of most people who enjoy drugs. That's why they take drugs, because they enjoy the... Wouldn't that be the opposite of people who enjoy drugs? Not not even most, just all? Yeah, because that, that's what drugs do, right? They help, help you to just kind of not think about shit. Oh, I was still thinking about it. Well... I just felt out of it. I didn't like it. Well, that makes you different from a vast portion of the population, too. Yeah. So, before I get started on what I was thinking about talking about today, uh -huh. I'd like to... to, to I remember... Yeah, what, we, yeah. What? I just have a feeling. About what? Say what you're going to say. I just have a sinking feeling about this question. Well, no, it was... Uh, I was watching Tucker Carlson a while ago, and he keeps on talking about how contrition is the first part to fixing the problem. Contrition? Fix, yeah, or to fixing a problem. And as I thought about it, I'm sitting here going, do I know what contrition means? That means being sorry for your actions, doesn't it? I thought it was either that or... Well, I thought that contrition was a little... um. A little more involved. Okay. You know, to me, to me, contrition, I, I, I don't know, is, is the point. I mean, is, is contrition merely like acknowledging, yes, I made a mistake. I did something wrong. I pulled a boneheaded move. Something went awry because of this thing that I did that was incorrect. If that, that sounds right. If that is contrition, I'm, I'm okay with that. But whenever I hear people use that word, for some reason in my mind, I get this, um, I get this image of, uh, of the of the Japanese performance of apology, you know, sumimasen, uh -huh. which literally means like you know, my bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but but you know they 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 go a little over the top with it. Are you talking about Howard Carey? No, that's that's totally different. Oh, well, I can't find. Oh, here we go. Contrition. Okay, the first act of the penitent as a hope for God's mercy. As the work of God, as turning from evil, as turning toward God. I guess that's the religious definition of contrition. Well, that doesn't help me. We, we need a secular definition of contrition. Do you want me to look one up? No, because we are low fact. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if contrition is merely just, oh, I made a mistake. I did something incorrect. Right. I need to change that. I'm down. But 
for some reason in my mind, to me, contrition is like, you know, gnashing of teeth, beating of breasts. Oh, I did something horrible wrong. I think that's a different word, a different thing. When I think of contrition, I think of like, well, I think of the bowing down and asking for forgiveness. Like that would be an act of contrition, right? Like, forgive me. Sure, but it seems that people kind of put different different uh, values on. on did it. he explain it, or did he just use the word contrition? He just used the word contrition. If it was just forgive me, I don't think people really. I think people demand a level of performance depending on the deed, right? I park my car in somebody else's parking spot. Ooh, sorry, my bad. That's enough. Let me move my car. Right. I don't feel like many people would think that's enough if, you know, I looked away and I ran over somebody. I, I think if you come out of the car going, oh, sorry about that, they're not going to be really happy. My bad. Yeah, they're not, nobody's going to be really happy. Like, he doesn't care. Sorry I ran over your toddler. Funny that you should go straight to that, but okay. I don't know why. You like the extremes. No, I do not. You're the one that always has the extreme examples. Well, I, I like giving the extreme examples because it always, you know, throws people off. Well, is that very is that a very productive thing on a podcast? Throwing people off? Throwing me off? No, because throwing you off is just too easy. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Ugh, you're such an ass. I'd rather be an asshole than a douche. I still am, am not clear whether or not these are just definitions that you made up. Could very well be. I mean, you look, you kind of looked it up on Google, but I felt like it was your definitions when we were talking about those things. I don't look stuff up on Google. For those of you who haven't, you're going to have to go back through the archives and listen to our, our, our uh, definitions of asshole, douchebag, and zealot. But that's kind of all I had about the contrition thing. The other thing that I want to talk about was earlier this morning, I was listening to the National Public Radio, or American Pravda, as one of my friends kind of called it, and it stuck with me because I love it. Mm -hmm. And there's a big hubbub over, I guess, recently a district court judge in Texas kind of uh, struck down. Whatever he did, he, he's, a, he's opposed to the Texas state law. Okay. So you can't do it. Every one of these commentators are talking about the constitutional right to abortion. Now, it's been a long time since I read the Constitution. And not once in ever of my reading of the Constitution and all 20-some-odd number of 20-some-odd amendments did I ever see thou shalt have the right to an abortion. And this, this, made, me, this made me go back to thinking about the... Um, the manipulation of language and the kind of just saying stuff. Right. You know, just because you say something, don't make it true. It's just funny how they would say it's a constitutional right. It's not in the Constitution. And even even the stuff that the judges do, the Article Three courts do, I don't even think they had... I don't, they were not... They originally did not have that power. You know, judicial review? Right. That's made up, too. It is? Yeah. Wow. I know it's an administrative law principle that we studied in New Zealand, that's about, but I don't know about judicial review in a constitutional context. It's It was made up. It was pretty much, I think it was John Marshall. It was one of the Johns, Marshall or Jay. But basically saying, well, if we're supposed to sit here and interpret stuff, 
we clearly have the right to review whether a law is constitutional or not. Oh, wow. And it just stuck. Everybody because was like, they wanted to. Yeah, and everybody was like, okay. <laughs> and so for 200 plus years, everybody was like thinking this is a bedrock principle that's not written anywhere. It must be nice to be a judge and just kind of... A smart one. Yeah, I mean, I was obviously a smart judge that did that. Um, back before there were was even... He a Supreme Court judge? Yes, I believe it was John Marshall, but... How has the Supreme Court been around? Since the country? Since the, the founding? Yes. And it was always nine? No. Is it nine? It is nine now. It was less before? I think it was six at one point. It, it, the, the number has, has changed. Okay. And nine has been the number that it's been. But first. it hasn't gone up and down. It just keeps getting bigger. It hasn't gone up since nine. Right. And it ha- well, it hasn't gone up or down since nine, I believe. Surely they're not going to try and change it. I think it depends. On popularity? On that, on, on, on you know, whatever. But I... So what, wait, what was this judge's decision? That the, that the, 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 the laws, you can't do it. You can't do what? That the Texas law is wrong. Oh, he doesn't have the power to say it's not constitutional. Well, no, I, that's not, that was not what I was talking about. I was talking about all the pundits sitting there saying that there's a constitutional right to abortion. And I'm like, no, there isn't. Right. That's like saying there's a constitutional right to privacy. There isn't. But if you go back and look at the, uh, look at some of the commentaries from, from the, the founding, I forget who it was, but they were like, they're like, we shouldn't really enumerate rights because if we do, then some idiot's going to sit there and say, well, if it's not enumerated, it's not there. Yeah. Which makes sense. Right. So clearly there are, there are things that just kind of flow through. So, you know, judicial, judicial review might flow through. But, but basically, what was it, the Warren Court or Burger Court in Roe versus Wade was like, yeah, there's a right to abortion under, right, under, under, the, under the, the rights of privacy. And all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, yeah, it's constitutional. Like, well, no, it's not. You know, it's not until three quarters of the states sit there and say, yes, it is. We're going to put an amendment in the Constitution, put it in, boom. Isn't there a decision, a, a case before the court right now? I think there are a couple. Because I know, I know they've been talking about it on the radio. Yeah, it's, uh, and, and I'm, I'm one of those people that, that's like, look, the, the states and the country, the people, like, like the whole thing, the whole thing about the, the gay marriage thing. Yeah. I, I I'm like, the, the court shouldn't sit there and say, yeah, that's, that's what it's got to be. It's not the court that says that. It's, it's the legislatures. Right. Which makes, I mean, that totally makes sense. But you know why they don't want that? Because it's too hard. Yeah. Right. It's too hard. It is, but it's supposed to be. Yeah. That was the whole point. I know. But I'm just saying, like, in this day and age, people want fuck, they want shit to be easy. Well, no, it's not people. It's, it's people in general. They want what they want to be easy. And they want what their opponents want to be hard. Yeah. And. Well, that's kind of. You know, like, like, this, like, the whole, like the whole idea of equality under the law. That's a legal fiction that I'm okay with. Whereas corporations being entities is a legal fiction that I'm kind of not okay with. Yeah. Um, actually, no, I'm, I'm okay with it. But a lot of the stuff that, that businesses and, you know, full full disclosure, I, I, I have taken advantage of certain certain business activities that is because you were a business. Well, that, that's considered legal, like like the S Corp 
the limited liability company. Well, the S Corp is the big thing. Right. And I'm, I'm just like, well, if you're going to have an entity that's supposed to stand alone by itself, then I think there should be some hoops. Yeah. And doing an S Corp, which is very beneficial to a lot of small business folks. I'm like, well, you know, cause, cause I also, I also think that if a corporation does something that's, uh, that's, uh, quote unquote illegal, then that corporation needs to be dissolved. Which doesn't happen. Well, it never happens. No one wants, what dissolve a corporation? I mean, can you think of, can you think of all the giant corporations that would have to go away and get, and get restarted for every time they did something that was wrong? Yeah. Or, or considered illegal? You know what? And this is a bit of a change in tech, but it's, it's something that's been on my mind this week. Um, it's, it's funny how people like, everyone like sees, oh, that a company is like, on the one hand, they look at companies and say, oh yeah, companies are, they're like, oh, companies shouldn't just be about making profits. But I'm like, but that's what companies are. That's the whole point of that's the company. That's why we established companies. So why is it such a... Why is it such a fucking dramatic revelation to you that that that's what the, what a company's doing, right? Like, I don't get it. I don't. I don't get why people get so upset about that. Well, I think it's like because, a company's a person, right? Well, legally, it is. It's a legal fiction. A company is a separate entity, and but it doesn't have feelings. I no no one ever said it does. Or at least no one in this room. But I, I understand what you're, what you're getting well, it's at. it's the notion that, like, a company is supposed to be a, a good actor, right? A, a notion that, that a company is only supposed to do good stuff, right? And isn't supposed to do anything that's, like, untoward or do anything that's, like, about maximizing profits over other things. Well, I guess people, people don't think through the whole term of legal fiction. <clears throat> it's a fiction. And to think that a company can be moral because it's made up of people. Because I remember I remember, I had a conversation with someone many, many years ago in college. And I was like, look, this whole idea of having a, a moral government, I think is crazy. And the response was, but a government is made up of people. And I was like, yeah, people, not person. You can find a moral person. In fact, I think all people are probably moral in, some, in one sense or another. But you start adding more people, then that morality just kind of goes down and goes down and goes down until it disappears. Right. And why is it? But why is it such a dramatic revelation? You know, when someone's, everyone's like, "Oh my God, this company's," they they, they seem like they're just about profits. I'm like, well, what? It, like, like, how naive can you be? Sitting here right now, you know what I think the answer is? What? I think it's an act. From whom? From, From the person. Belly aching, belly aching about how, you know. Because if it was their company, you don't, you don't <clears throat> think that, that that's what it would be about? What do you mean? Like if I owned a company and then I sat there and was like belly aching about another company and how they shouldn't be making all these profits, you can be damn sure if it was my company that I would be all about that. And I think it also makes a difference between how, on how big that company is. Is your company the corner, the corner gas station or barbershop or is your company Ford? Right, and are you the are you the only owner of it? That's a, I think that's the big difference because the corporate form, you know, the amount of money that was being made before corporations were invented, pales in comparison the before and after. Right, 
when it was an individual that had to own a business and and that individual was responsible personally for all possible things that could go wrong. Right. You know, lose your house, lose whatever. And then 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 people, somebody was like, "Hey, let's invent something <laughs> that shields liability to the individuals and it's all on that entity." Money being made hand over fist. Right. Oh, your company your company caused like giant oil leaks that killed all these creatures and destroyed all this property. Well, you have to go to the company, not the people that own stock, but the company. Whereas before, if it was an individual, right, if it was just some guy hauling hauling oil, yep, and his oil truck caused a big accident, and you know, back in the olden days when it's horse drawn carriages and all these horses and carriages got <laughs> got into a, and slick. got into a pileup, I'm, I'm imagining a pileup of twenty horse drawn carriages mm-hmm. with horses and people like ah, that's funny. And then you know that person has to pay for all that out of their pocket. And savings, totally different, right? Kind of like suggests that companies aren't very good. I think things are what what we make them and what we allow. And as long as things are going good, we don't care. Think of uh, think of when was it? When was it when all those those uh, red light cameras were just popping up everywhere here in the. Uh, it was about. It was like eight years ago. I think it was before that when uh, when the okay ten years ago. Well, whatever it was when all the when all the municipalities were just flush with cash, mm-hmm. and they were they were all contracting with that one company out of, out of Arizona to put the red light cameras up. Oh, there were so many everywhere. And then you know things kind of went bad. Municipalities had no money. All of a sudden, we got all these red light cameras that don't work. And when is what? I wish I had one. And I think I might have. I, well, no, I never had a point. I just thought it was. I thought it was just something funny to say. I'm shaking my head. You do seem to do that a lot. Yep. It's because like life is all about. Life makes me shake my head every fucking day. Well, we. I think. I think we, the people, make me shake my head a lot. People are idiots. We are. And I think. I think <sighs> that is something that we need to constantly remember and remind ourselves of. Um, well, I didn't even know that this was the case until you said it, and then now I notice it. In every area, every avenue, everything. I'm a, I'm a big, big proponent of what seems to be the conventional wisdom of non-Catholics about Catholics. Okay. Or even, even, even lapsed Catholics. Is pretty much an attack on Catholics? No, no, no. The whole idea that basically Catholics think like the whole Catholic doctrine and dogma is basically you're a piece of trash and you know, you're this bag of evil that needs to work hard at not being evil. I don't know if that's as a Catholic, I don't know if that's the case or not. Right. But that's, that's what kind of people sit there and make jokes about. Right. Oh, the Catholic guilt. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 But that's, the Jew- there's also the Jewish guilt. Too. Is there? What's the Jewish guilt? It's just if you're, if you're a child of any Jewish mother, She's going to make you guilty for everything that you do and say that's like not about her or looking after her needs. I think that's different. Okay. So the Catholic guilt. Because the Jewish guilt, I don't think is, 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 uh, first of all, I don't think it's limited to Jewish moms. Probably not. I've got an Asian mom and boy, yeah, she can, yeah. she can lay that, she can lay that stuff on pretty hard. Okay. Yeah. I'm just like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the whole, you almost 
killed me while I tried to give birth to you. Yeah, your mum probably, like, makes anything that my mum's ever said, like, probably pals in comparison. I went through hell for 30 hours. Yeah. <laughs> to give birth to you. Like, well, shit. <laughs> and, and this was like, you didn't take out the trash? You didn't take out the trash? <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> and you didn't take out the trash. And I'm sitting there going, that seems like a pretty high escalation. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> but the whole the whole thing about, you know, the the, the thing that, that non-Catholics and even, even in, in popular culture about how Catholics are supposed to feel guilty about being so worthless. Right. And trying to, to redeem themselves. Right. Uh, I'm on board with that. Uh, I, I am. Maybe I'm, you should be a Catholic. Well, God kind of knows what what needs to come up. Not no. God knows the preferred way <laughs> to to bring me into that fold. Uh, but it just sounds like when you're saying God knows, it sounds like God knows. Yeah, God knows. God knows, and God's like, no, no, no. You gonna if it, if it's if it's a battle of wills between me and God, I'm gonna lose <laughs> every day of the week. Yes, I already know that. Yes. But, you know, if, if God would like to make it easy on me <laughs> to, uh, to convert, he knows. I think that'll be great. It's, it's an easy fix, too. It's like, <laughs> As long as I get to meet a good one, too, that's fine. Um, but I forget what I was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this whole idea that we're just these perfect creations and everything we do is great. And, you know, oh, I, I wipe my butt. I'm, I'm great. Oh, I woke up this morning. Oh, I'm great. Oh, my, my breast stinks in the morning. Oh, I'm great. I'm not on board with that. I, I think I think there needs to be a lot less of that. Yep. And it seems to me that because of the of the people in our parents' generation, the baby boomers. Well, actually, neither one of my parents are boomers. My mom's a boomer. <laughs> my parents are boomers. But that that whole that whole baby boomer attitude in this country is what I think has really hindered our country. Yeah. And the sooner. The sooner that as a collective, we kind of wake up from that poppy-induced haze of never growing up, of being like, I am I am great. I'm perfect. You know, this, because, well, now it just makes me think of that one Lady Gaga song. You know, can have a bad romance? No, no, the one about, uh, I forget the title of it, but basically, you know, God made me and God makes makes no mistakes, so, you know... Right. I'm great. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Is yeah. essentially the chorus, and I'm like, you're right. God made you. God makes no mistakes. But the but I don't think God is encouraging you to go out and live a life of no. You're supposed to be rampant, humble. rampant sexuality, and you know whatever. Yeah, it's like it misses that. It's like that. It's like they've taken one part of being human and just forgot about all the rest of the teachings. Well, it's an, no. It's an argumentative device. They don't even believe it. It's an argumented, argumentative device to shut up their opponents, and oh. and as and and I'm saying, if you're an opponent of that ideology, you're like, well, no, you're right. God made you. God makes no mistakes. God made you with 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 a, with with certain burdens that you know are pretty heavy. Don't mean that God's encouraging you to try and change culture. 